Welcome to Discurious Media. This is That's a Crime. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. We are back for another crime. The crimes never end. They never end, Sal. <laughs> Keep coming. I think there's going to be like a lull. No, more crimes. I feel like I'm missing out by leading such a yeah boring, regular, law-abiding life, you know? You're so boring, Sal. Yeah. I need to stir something up. Just collect your toys and be a good boy. How meta would it be if we did a show on one of our own crimes? <laughs> oh, man. That would be a first. That could be funny. That would get some press. Yeah, that, that, that's going to get us some press. Oh, let's do it. Well, Sal, today we are breaking down the true crime story of the Hollywood actor runs $650 million Ponzi scheme in 2021. That that's a lot. is a ton of money. Yeah. Wow. I came across this and thought, we have to discuss this. A, we know the LA Hollywood landscape so very well. And we potentially could have run into or know of this Hollywood actor. But so much to talk about. But before we do, Sal, before we say another word, (laughs) how about a word from our sponsor? Let's do it. Support for That's a Crime is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming and offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, and with this exclusive offer, you'll get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code That's a Crime at manscaped.com. Very good. All right, heck of a deal. Heck of a product. We love Manscaped. I'm still on board with it. I'm still yeah. Manscaping. <laughs> you know, in case that people are like, hey, they are they still into it? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. We are, I, totally we are still into, into the product. Well, now this crime. It's brought to you by, no, (laughs) this is the story of Zachary Joseph Horowitz, an actor who goes by the stage name Zach Avery, and he has appeared in a number of small, low-budget films, including Last Moment of Clarity, think about that, give that a long thought, (laughs) The White Crow, Trespassers, and The Devil Below. He also had a small part as an SS medic in the action war drama Fury in 2014, which starred Brad Pitt. I really enjoyed that movie. Very well done. Cast was fantastic. Brad Pitt's fantastic. Sal, have you seen that movie? No, I have not seen any of these films, unfortunately. But I will tell you this. When I first saw the picture of this actor, Mm -hmm. I have absolutely seen him before. Because he has a distinct look. He's not like an average Joe looking. He has a very distinct look. Saw him in person or in something? That's what I don't know. I'm looking at his credits and I don't think I've seen any of those. So maybe I used to know him in person. I used to work out of a few gyms in the San Fernando Valley that would have lots of actors in and out. I've met a few high profile people throughout the years. It's entirely possible. Maybe I chatted with him at the gym or knew him from the gym, but his face, when I, as soon as I saw it, I said, I've seen this guy before. Yeah. I didn't recognize him from Fury because it was a bit part as a medic, but. He did look distinct. He does stand out. You're absolutely right. It's not like, oh, I'm an actor. Yeah, his eyes, his presence. But, you know, there's so many of these people in LA. It's a very transient place and people come and they go and whatever. But this is such an amazing scheme. I mean, Ponzi schemes in general, we hear about all the time, Madoff maybe being the biggest one ever. I just read today that Madoff's sister and brother-in-law murder suicide. I hate did to bring hear about this. I hate to no, drop I, that now, but this I just reminds me about of that, this. You know? This might be another episode of That's a Crime. Yeah. That's a deeper thing. There are no deaths in this one that we know of. But just the sheer amount. I mean, it could be $1 million and I'm in awe, right? But this sure. is $650 million. Now, when 35-year-old, father of two, 
Horowitz wasn't in acting class, auditioning, or on set, Sal. He was busy collecting hundreds of millions of dollars in a lucrative Ponzi scheme. Now, before we go any further, Sal, why don't we give just a basic definition of the term Ponzi scheme? No, that's good because we hear that term a lot, but I think all of us could get a refresher on what that exactly means. Some people might think it's a Fonzie scheme. Henry Winkler. (laughs) Or a Ponzi scheme. Happy days. Or a Ponzi scheme. (laughs) A Ponzi scheme is a form of fraud that lures investors and pays profits to earlier investors with funds from more recent investors. The scheme leads victims to believe that profits are coming from legitimate business activity and they remain unaware that other investors are the source of funds. Yeah. Interesting. And if done right, and I forget how long Madoff's went on, because I've definitely yeah. heard this whole podcast that broke it down. This is many years ago. It was like yeah. a six-parter. It was fascinating. But if you do it right, if that's your thing, is doing Ponzi schemes, it takes a long time to solve. You keep the sure. people happy. They're making a kickback. Yeah. It just kind of perpetuates itself. Yeah, it'd be like a circle. But it's- it is just a house of cards, Sal. It's self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. until- well, greed can set in. Obviously, greed has set in. Or just missteps. Or maybe you have an investor who's like, hey, you know what? I want out. Or what's going on? Or how, where's the reports? Or this doesn't add up. You get sure. one or two people poking around, it starts to fall in. Now, unfortunately, we don't have the straw that broke the camel's back here. We don't know, like, this guy came and then got all the other investors. We don't know. We just know this basic facts. There's new information as of this month, and that's what brought it on my radar. Yes. But we only can share what we have, Sal. And unfortunately, sure. we don't have all the answers. Now, since you know Horowitz or Avery, you should probably get the better story, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever run into him at the gym again, yeah. I'll, I'll Hey, I'll Zach, listen, man. I want to cover this on That's a Crime. Hey, Zach, can you come on to our show? Yeah, can you come on? Talk? We'd love to have you on. We'd love to have you on. As a documentary producer and director, I will say that one of the hardest things about filmmaking is fundraising. It may be the hardest. Like sure. I understand everything else. I loved it, you know, in the trenches and the creativity and then the, all the way to distribution, but the fundraising, Sal. But <sighs> Horowitz was a master. And it's just a shame that he wasn't actually funding movies, but rather stealing money from people and living extravagantly. Because with somebody like this that has the power of fundraising, they could have done a lot of good. It's well, not an easy thing to do. Not only the power, yes. The ability, yes, but that sphere of influence, as they call it. Yes. In order to gather up $650 million, you got to know some people with money. So he obviously knew plenty of people with money. I I need to be friends with more people with money. I I just found out two of my friends might be rich. I just found this out. I'm not one of them. (laughs) You're not crypto rich? Newsflash. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, he must be a good actor to some degree. To put this on, to spin plates and talk people into following him. But here's another sad thing besides people getting taken advantage of. But this is exactly the type of thing that gives Hollywood and filmmaking in general a bad name and becomes taboo for investors. So it's harder to get investors because they're going to hear about this story and think, come on, no, I know that guy. He's doing Ponzi schemes. No one gets rich in Hollywood. So Mm -hmm. it just makes it worse for all of us, legitimate people trying to make movies. It doesn't legitimize the landscape. It gives people pause. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know, like I said earlier, how Horowitz was ultimately caught, but he was arrested in Los Angeles, California on April 5th, 2021. Prosecutors alleged that from 2014 to 2019, he collected hundreds of millions of dollars in loans for his film company, one 
I-N-M-M. And Sal, that's, want to spell that out for us? That's a numeral one, I-N, capital M, capital M, capital LLC. I have no idea what 1NMM is. It's kind of clunky. I think you want to be something more just like, oh yeah, digestible, easy to say. But he told his 200 investors that made up that sum, which included three of Horwitz's closest friends and family members, the money would be used to purchase film distribution rights to movies that would be licensed to the likes of Netflix and HBO. It sounds legitimate. You know why? You know sounds why? Sounds legit. Because when I spend a lot of time on Netflix, there's a lot of foreign films on there. So if somebody comes along and goes, "Hey, I deal with this," you might be like, "Oh, really? Wow, I, yeah." Netflix does have a lot of foreign films. Makes sense. Yeah, and I know a lot about this from my own documentaries. I started to land some deals with Netflix. So as I got a couple of docs on the streaming platforms, I was able to kind of go back to the film festival group that we had. United Film Festival, and talk to other filmmakers and say, hey, I could be your sales agent and help you close a deal here because some of these operations, if it's not Netflix, there's other distributors like you know Gravitas and all these other ones that work. They're smaller and they also have the relationships, but they're looking to fill their pipeline constantly, right? So I had like 10 movies, but then I started repping about 100 movies because it's hard for a filmmaker just to get on a platform and close a deal. They don't want to deal with you, a one-off filmmaker, for a small film like Horowitz has been in. So it it was better power and numbers. And I would go and meet with these sub-distributors and say, hey, I've got a few movies that you like, and then look at these other 20, and then they might pick and choose and get a few Mm. distribution deals that way. So I just know how challenging it is on that side of the content creator trying to get distribution. He's saying, hey, I'm going to come here and swing a big axe. I'm going to, I have a lot of money and I'm going to go scoop up some things at some of these film markets, like in Santa Monica, they have a huge film market every year, annual buyers come in. And so he's saying, I'll go on, I'll purchase some things, we'll get distribution, and it can work. It's a great idea when you have that type of cash flow, that bankroll. So I wonder if he ever had good intentions, and then it was just like, that deal didn't work out, and that wasn't as lucrative, and he was like, hey, I'm pretty good at fundraising. We didn't hear from him. I know he said he was sorry and he got out of control. That's what I read. Like, oh, okay. But I'd like to know where it started and then was it always this malicious Ponzi scheme or he got in over his skis and then he was living a life that was just a fraud? I don't know if I would consider a Ponzi scheme inherently evil, assuming people will get their money back at some point, right? If you give me money, I run it through my Ponzi scheme, but then later on I give you a return, well, then officially no harm, no foul, right? The problem is, is when you don't get your money back. That's yeah, when you start problem. defaulting on those, yeah. it's like, oh, well. Well, in actuality, prosecutors argue that Horowitz used some of the money to repay investors, like to your point, who donated funds earlier. So yeah, first in, first out, yeah. while supporting his lifestyle that included buying a $6 million home sale. Now, that should not be something that he's doing. No. Pay yourself a salary. Don't go get a $6 million home. If you have a $6 million home, it reminds me of a crime from the past, the coin thief, Salim Kara. Yes. (laughs) It's like, what else have you got? You got a $6 million home. Well, you know, I have that Bentley and I have that. At what point is it? That's what happens to people. You cross over that line, everything's in question. Well, I kind of, you know, I've raised this money. Justification, you've moved the uh, goalposter over here. What's his family thinking? Is he lying to them too? Well, his family's probably thinking, wow, he's really making it in Hollywood. 
Yeah. These yeah, roles exactly. he's having, he, he was in a movie with Brad Pitt. It must pay pretty well. I was in a movie with Brad Pitt, yeah. Yeah, I believe in keeping a low profile. It's one of those things where, yes. like, what if I yes. found money? Well, if I found money, no one would know. That's pretty much it. Yeah. If you found D.B. Cooper's money, <laughs> I would not even know. You wouldn't even tell me. You might know because I will start wearing some real sexy threads yeah, on oh, our that, YouTube that's lives. It. That's it. Your background start changing. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden, <laughs> the figures get more expensive <laughs> yeah, and larger. Well, not only was he living in a house of cards, Sal, he was robbing Peter to pay Paul and stealing from family and friends. That uh, right there tells you a lot about the character of the guy. Yeah. Like, hey, no, no, mom, dad, or whoever, oh. sis, brother, you know, his good friends. Why would he make them a part of it? Now, like you said, hey, if he's taking money from them and they're making a return, but it's not actually anything, it's still a Ponzi scheme. It's still not legal, but you're right. Some people probably, are there any people of his 200 that made a profit? We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. I'm assuming most haven't. Or at least made their money back. Yeah, or at least, least made their money back. Yeah. Well, also in April of 2021, the United States Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, obtained an asset freeze and other emergency relief against Horwitz and his company in connection to the Ponzi scheme. The SEC also stated that neither Horwitz nor his company had ever done business with Netflix and HBO. So already misrepresenting yourself and tricking people into things that aren't true, showing them, which we're going to talk about in a second, false documents. This becomes, even if you are paying them, the whole thing's a fraud. No, but you know what it reminds me of? Our previous crime that we talked about. <laughs> which one's the this? Guy, okay, the guy who told his family that he was going to go work for SpaceX. Oh my god! Made up the whole thing. Terrible. And then when they found out, he well, murdered them. Awful. Right? I don't yes. want to get dark, but this it's reminds dark. me of that. These people, I mean, man, people bring up such... Elaborate lies. These are like twisted webs that people create for themselves. And Horowitz's own mind, he's like, you ever done business with Netflix and HBO? And he's probably thinking, I have an account with Netflix and HBO Max. <laughs> I mean, you know. But he's also the type of guy that would borrow someone's login and not even buy a subscription. So I don't know, man. But we have something here from Michelle Ween Lane, director of SEC's Los Angeles regional office. And she stated what, Sal? We allege that Horowitz promised extremely high returns and made them seem plausible by invoking the names of two well-known entertainment companies and fabricating documents. See, fabricating documents right there. If I'm an investor and I'm going to the SEC or the prosecutors, whomever, saying, hey, there's documentation here that I'm a part owner of these movies, these properties, and we have distribution deals in place with HBO and Netflix. I mean, even if you are getting some money, you feel so stupid and used, right? Even if you made a little bit of a return, you have nothing. You really have absolutely nothing but this guy's word who just takes money from everybody. So not a good thing. I would be livid. I hope that most people got some money back. But go ahead and say what else Miss Lane had to say. We obtained an asset freeze on an emergency basis to secure for the benefit of investors what remains of the money raised by Horwitz. There you go. They locked down those assets very quickly okay. so some people could get paid back. Which is funny that he founded an LLC thinking that he's going to be protected. Right. Yeah. No, an LLC doesn't protect you on your Ponzi scheme. Oh, hang on a second. Who, who's my attorney? <laughs> what the heck? Well, this was pretty much an open and shut case as the paper trail all led to Horowitz and his company, which also has me wondering, what was he thinking, Sal? Again, sometimes, and we've done enough crimes and see what happens in the world, 
you probably just start tricking yourself. This is going well. I got like those hundred investors are happy. These are waiting for a payout. I got to find more money. You just probably start believing the lie. Yeah. I would like to see how all the payouts went. Right. So you had 200 people giving you money, but then how many of them got money back? And then meanwhile, the SEC froze. So are they able to give some back? When all is said and done, I really want to know what people lost and what some were able to save at the end. Right. Well, here's what we do now. In October of 2021, Horowitz pleaded guilty to a federal charge of securities fraud. And on Monday, February 14th, 2022, very recent, he was formally sentenced to 20 years in federal prison and ordered to pay back more than $230.3 million. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so do you think then he's ordered to? That doesn't mean he's going to. They seize the assets and the government does. Yeah, they didn't say how much they seized that was in his account. I doubt it was $650 Some of that money has been spent. Some went back to people as we've talked about. But he has to pay back $230.3. What was in the account? Do they take the the house? $6 million house. You have a spouse and two kids. And listen, I- I feel bad for the family, man, and also the family members he took advantage of. But yeah, I'd love to know more. These are the questions that I have, but nothing new yet. But it's a very recent case, going off to prison. Wow, Wow, 20 years, Sal. 35-year-old man, think he gets out early? How's that work? I don't think he'll serve 20 years. I think maybe he'll serve about maybe 10 10 years? He'll probably serve about about 10 years in federal prison. 45 years old. You think he has any money stowed away somewhere? Offshore. Okay, so this is what we always get Crypto. Into is it worth it? Is it worth it? Oh, again? Here, here we go, Sal. Question. You okay, two so kids and a spouse. You're going to be away for 10 years plus. 10 years in prison to, let's say, maybe have- But you got 50 million over here somewhere. Okay, let's chilling. say 50 million dollars. 50 okay. million when you come out in 10 years. I don't know. That's a long time. 10 long years. time. Long time. Uh, I'll do one year for every million. How about you that? You change as a person and your kids. They're 10 years. Where are they going to be in life? Actually, I take that away. I, I'll do one year for every five million. Is what I'll okay? Do. That's your that's your bar. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. Okay. So it's safe to say that crime doesn't pay, and Horowitz Avery should have kept his day job <laughs> as an actor. That's funny. As an actor, he yeah. was really good at it. You know. Yeah. You know yeah. how it is. And speak to that side of it. I mean, it's a grind, right? Well, I'm, I'm not an actor. Yeah, I don't have yeah, the yeah, background. Yeah. But you've done yeah. lots of acting. Yeah, I have. I've been on a number of auditions. I, geez, I've probably been, well, I've been in, in over 50 commercials and being in over 50 commercials, yeah. I must have been on 200 auditions. If I were to add up all the auditions, I've probably been on 250, 300 auditions. It's amazing. Yeah, it is a grind because you don't it's know what grind. it's, it's like having a job interview. For those of you who, yeah, who don't know what it's like, imagine having a job interview every day or having a job interview three days yeah. a week for 10 years. You know, that's that's what it's like. In fact, one of my actress friends says, that as an actor, you just have to love auditioning. You you have to love That's that exactly part because right. if you don't love auditioning, well, forget it. I could see the allure and the lure. This guy's a struggling actor. He's not a big name. He's not an A-lister. And all of a sudden, he figures out a way to earn some money and then he goes nuts with it. So, I, I can sympathize. But at the same time, yeah, risking your friends and family's money, not good. It's really a shame because obviously, this guy's bright. He's able to come up with a plan, execute that plan, talk to people, win people over. It's really a shame, like I said earlier, that it wasn't for the good. He didn't get aligned with the right producers, right? (sighs) I would have loved to met this guy when I was solely doing documentaries and fundraising for potential narratives as well. This would have been like my greatest partner, this skill set, who just thrives in fundraising. But 
It's a shame, and he got what he has coming to him. I hope that people got some of that $230.3 million back, and let's hope that it's not a black eye on Hollywood for years to come. I will say this. I think he could possibly be back in Hollywood because let's not forget one of uh, Hollywood's favorite character actors today, Danny Trejo, I think was in prison for murder at one point. So if we can forgive Danny Trejo and give him some acting roles, we can forgive Avery and maybe offer him some acting roles in 10, 15 years. We'll have him on the podcast when it gets out. (laughs) He can be guest host. Yeah. Well, Sal, that covers it. The Hollywood actor runs $650 million Ponzi scheme in 2021. And the books. Anything else to add? Ah, no, no. But I definitely need to make more friends of people with money. I do need to do that. Well, you have two rich friends all of a sudden. So I just uh, I just found out. I just looked at the properties of two friends, and I think they might be rich. I'm not gonna say anything. That's weird. But I'm thinking I wonder if they're rich. It doesn't matter, Sal. Live a great <laughs> life. What do you really need? And that's what I mean. Like, I need that six million dollar home. I need what do you really need? What's it, I know? just like a having family time. Is what and, I, like. I like having time. Time is key. I like being able to sleep work on your endeavors, your creativities. If you have a family like Quartz does, spend time with that. Yeah, chasing something that doesn't matter only gets you in prison, especially when you pull all these shortcuts and screw people over. So, I think the only thing people would ever notice with me if I ever came into a bunch of money is not that I would have a bunch of extravagant stuff, but they'd be like, "Does Sal even work?" Like they would just see that I'm not working. That's all. I don't need to have a bunch of stuff. I just like to sleep in. That I'll be very happy doing that. Like a cat. Yeah, yeah. Naps during the day. A lot of fun, Sal. And until the next crime, my friend. Yeah, I'll be there. So unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code That's a Crime at manscaped.com. So thank you so much for listening. And please be sure to subscribe to the That's a Crime podcast, as well as the That's a Crime YouTube live channel. You can also really help us by giving the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any That's a Crime social media platform. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting JustCuriousMedia.com.